This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. That is drilled to deep center field and going to carry for a home run. Puts it over the wall and straight away center. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. By Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar baseball fans, and welcome inside Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, for a late afternoon Tuesday matinee. It's the BYU Cougars home for a one-game pit stop in the midst of a road-heavy stretch. The Dixie State Trailblazers in town for the first time as a Division I team. It's the second and final meeting of this regular season after Dixie State won the first-ever D1 get-together last month in St. George. My name is Greg Rubel. I'll have today's play-by-play with me. Is BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade. And let's hear now from BYU Head Coach Mike Littlewood in our pregame interview presented by doTERRA. Proud to sponsor the BYU Baseball team. And with Coach Littlewood having to sit out last month's series opener in St. George, the former longtime Dixie bench boss talks about coming full circle here tonight. Yeah, I'm excited to, to see Coach Fatenauer and, and see what Dixie's all about. I, I was able to watch it on computer. I was serving a... Um, I think game two of my suspension. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's exciting for a lot of different reasons. In-state rivalry, um, playing Dixie, trying to get back on, on the winning track. I mean, for a lot of reasons, it's a big game for us. Recollections of what the team did against Dixie down there at their place? Well, I mean, I, I think I, – I believe they got four hits in one inning and scored all the runs, and, you know, we, we kind of just uh, – Roby, Roby wasn't really good that night. Uh, Bryce Robinson wasn't, wasn't great. Uh, left a lot of balls – right over the middle of the plate in his inning or two that he threw. Tonight we're going to script the innings. Um, everybody's got one inning and see if we can stick to that. But, um, you know, for the most part, um, we misplay a, a ball in left field that gives them a couple runs. And so, again, it, it comes down to the same thing that uh, I think we had 15 guys left on base in that game. So it comes down to the same thing we talked about, getting key hits, getting get hits with guys on base. I think Coach Pratt mentioned that we're hitting 380-something um, leading off an inning. Mm-hmm. And – it's significantly lower than that when we get guys in scoring position. And so that's that's what it's all about, making plays or getting key hits. One of the two is going to win us a lot of ball games. This starts a big week for you. This is a big game, one, to, to get off, get the week off on, a, on the right uh, foot, mm-hmm. just like Utah last week. Right. Um, and and I, I feel like we played okay in Omaha. You know, we just we, – it was just – it was a little. It was tough to score runs there. You know, it, was, it felt a little bit like Pepperdine, and they were an older team, and it just was hard to score runs. This week we go into Gonzaga, and if we can win that series, I mean, we're right back in the mix and and give ourselves a chance. Um, and so, I really feel like, and you and I have talked about this before. I've, I feel like this team is going to turn the corner any any day, <laughs> but we've said that for two or three weeks now, um, and it's. It, I, I really believe it's time to. Stop talking about it and just get it done on the field. Well, hope tonight's one of those uh, get-around-the-corner kind of nights. Mike, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that is BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Time now for tonight's or today's starting lineups, courtesy of Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. As we get the first batter of the game digging in for Dixie State, Shane Taylor. Taylor will hit leadoff, Jake Engel hitting second, Lane Pritchard third, and Caden Hollow hitting cleanup as we get underway. Maybe just a, a shade early here at Miller Park. The 0-1. And two strikes quickly delivered from today's starting pitcher for BYU, Jack Sterner. Sterner will pitch at least the first inning and maybe only the first inning today on a staff day for BYU. That's high for ball one. Shane Taylor starting third baseman for the Trailblazers. Sterner on the mound. Joshua Cowden behind the plate. The 1-2. That's a backwards K. Caught looking is Shane Taylor. So a strikeout to begin the game for Jack Sterner. May have slipped and threw a Justin in there. Justin Sterner of the pitching Sterner brothers. Jack on the hill. BYU's infield. Freddie Atchkar at first base. Andrew Pintar at second. Brock Watkins will play short with Austin Deming at the other corner. Latham, McIntyre, and Gamble. 
in the outfield, completing your Siegfried and Jensen starting lineups for BYU. Number two hitter is the DH, Jake Engel. Engel one for three with a run scored in last month's meeting in St. George, and Sterner goes 0-1 to Engel. And uh, Tuckett, Coach Mike Littlewood, uh, telling me this morning, he just wants to see Jack work with purpose yeah. in this first inning quickly uh, and with intent. Absolutely. The tempo is the key for him. He, he gets himself a little slow at times, and therefore, uh, because of that, the tempo seems like, you know, he starts to miss and the mechanics get out of whack because he's not, you know, working quickly. So ball one and strike one, one gone. That swung on and lofted in the air to right field. Cole Gamble ranging over and makes the catch in fair territory. Two gone here in the top of the first, Dixie State and BYU. Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade, your commentary tandem. Great to have you along with us here today at Miller Park. A very pleasant late April day. Yeah, beautiful day. And uh, and, and we talk, you talked about how this is probably Jack's only inning. It's his bullpen day today to get ready for his uh, Friday start. And so instead of throwing out in the pen, throw in the game. 94-mile-an-hour fastball inside, just missed there. So ball one, the number three hitter for the Trailblazers, the center fielder Lane Pritchard, jersey number seven. The righty Sterner kicks and fires, and that's ball two. So after getting ahead of the first couple of hitters, he falls behind 2-0 to Lane Pritchard. Lane Pritchard had the game-winning RBI down in St. George. Bases loaded infield single as Dixie... Came away with a 5-4 win in their first ever Division I versus Division I matchup against BYU. In that game, BYU scored first. Trailblazers scored the next four. BYU comes back, ties it at four, and then it's a walk-off on an infield single. Yeah, and what I remember is just... (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's Pritchard thinking he's walking to first, and the home plate umpire had other ideas. So on the 3-0 delivery, strike one to Pritchard. And that was that was such a frustrating game, uh, it, like Coach talked about in his, his pregame. We just left so many people on base. Just it. like that. Now it's he was uh, a quarter of the way to first base, and now he's looking at a full count with two outs. Greg, I tell you, three and zero umpires seem to give the benefit to the pitcher. Full count delivery from Sterner, and that is the walk. So a little high, and to first base goes Pritchard. So a base on balls. Here in the top of the first, as Lane Pritchard takes his walk, the cleanup hitter, number 27, Caden Hollow, today's catcher for Dixie State, and the offensive leader for this Trailblazers team. That's a scrappy team, extremely scrappy team that just attacks you. They like to run, they like to bunt. Hollow hitting 373. Jack Sterner a glance back, and now a throwback, and skips it to Freddie at first. Diving back ahead of the throw is Lane Pritchard. So one on and two out here in the top of the first. BYU and Dixie State. Dixie played up, uh, played ten times against BYU back in the JUCO days in the 50s and 60s, and BYU won all ten of those meetings. Setting up outside is Cowden. Delivery comes inside and foul back to the screen by Caden Hollow. Dixie coming in in gray jerseys today and pants, so the all-gray uniform. Blue letters and numerals, red trim. Navy caps today for the visitors from St. George. BYU in the white pants, royal jerseys, and royal blue caps. Again, a throwback to first. Freddie sweeps, and Pritchard back. Pritchard will take off on you, 9 for 9 on stolen base attempts this year. Yeah, Dixie likes to put pressure on you. They love the small ball. A couple years ago in Division II, I think they led the country in sack bunts. So, Pritchard takes his lead on the 0-1. Sterner comes plateward. That's high and outside for ball one. One and one, two out here, top one. And one runner on, Lane Pritchard on the base on balls. Well, the last couple of starts for... Uh for Sterner, he just hasn't been able to find his secondary pitch. He's been pretty much fastball only. Can't throw the curveball or the slider or the changeup with any consistency, and that's what's kind of got him in trouble. That's a swing and a miss to strike two. One and two. But when you throw 94, sometimes that's all you need is a fastball. That's a good pitch right there. So Pritchard leading at first. Joshua has thrown out for would-be base stealers this year. Again, an outside setup. 
The kick and fire and reaching out to get the barrel on it. Foul it out. A play down the third baseline is Caden Hollow. Stays one and two with two out here in the top of the first inning. BYU and Dixie State. Trailblazers coming in 11 and 22 on the year. BYU 11 and 20. Dixie had a four-game split with Cal Baptist on the weekend. Won the first two, lost the last two to drop to 9 and 11 in the WAC. First year as a Division I program playing out of the Western Athletic Conference. Hollow awaits the 1-2. Taking off is Pritchard. And a short pop to shallow center. And the second baseman, Andrew Pintar, ranges over to grab it and end the top of the first. So, BYU... Allows a base runner and a base on balls, but no runs, no hits, no errors, and one runner was left on. After a half an inning, it is BYU 0, Dixie State 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Justin Dunham gets a start for Dixie State today, and it's expected to be a staff day for the Trailblazers, as it is for BYU Coach Littlewood's plan coming into today, Tuckett, was uh, nine pitchers for nine innings. Yeah, that is the plan, but uh, when it comes to a script day, you just never know. Sometimes a <laughs> guy goes out there and he throws like a less than 10-pitch inning and coach runs him back out there. Or he has a brutal inning and another guy has to come in. So you hope you can script it, but uh, we'll see how it goes. All right, first hitter for BYU is Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre hitting first, Cole Gamble second, Andrew Pintar third, and Cowden cleaning up here. In the first inning. Bottom of the first, 0-0. Justin Dunham on the hill. The righty kicks and fires. Mitch shows and pulls back, and it's ball one. Well, something a little different you'll see today. Ball two to McIntyre. McIntyre with hits in 12 of his last 17 games. Has started all 31 and now 32 games for BYU. The 2-0. Outside for ball three. So three balls and no strikes to BYU's leadoff hitter, Mitch McIntyre. That is the one positive, Greg, this year offensively. We don't have very good numbers when it comes to the offense, but we take our walks. We are doing a really good job of walking. It's just, you know, being able to hit and bring them around. And as strike one's delivered on the take on the 3-0, batting average from the leadoff spot yeah. is also a good number this year. It's in the high 300s. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, when, we, when we're when we leading off an inning, any inning, yeah. we, we do a really good job. It's just uh, it's not about getting runners on. It's about bringing them home exactly. for BYU this year. And a swing and a miss from Mitch. So from 3-0 to full count, 3-2, and two, with none out here in the bottom of the first. Yeah, the, I think it's around 380-something. Yeah, it's, it's a high three. BYU's yeah. hitting to leadoff innings. It's just been clutch at bats. And, you know, it's not to exaggerate to say it's a, it's a handful yep. of at-bats during this season that have meant the difference between, you know, a great number of, of wins or losses. Yeah. That's, that's the frustrating foul. part. You know, we were doing some, some stat breakdown and things like that for the season, and 16 of the 20 losses we've had, we had a legit chance to win those games had we, you know, made the plays, didn't walk somebody, or got a big hit. One of those two. If we'd done that, we at least half of those 16 games yeah. we easily win. And so, tough stat. And that's a walk for Mitch McIntyre. So, BYU has the leadoff hitter Getting on, on base. Again. Yeah. Yep. Cole Gamble hits second today, playing right field for BYU. Tied for the team lead in RBI. But looking to get that RBI number up again. He's had just a one RBI in his last 14 games yeah, combined. Just stuck at that 15 for the yeah. longest time. What is it? Still, is it still 15 or is it yeah, 16? Yeah, he's at 15 now. now. Yeah. Yep, he and Josh together at 15. Mitch McIntyre takes his lead. The right-hander Justin Dunham kicks and fires and delivers high for ball one. Well, that's the one thing about ju- junior college hitters is, you know, uh, Gamble came in here. He was so hot that opening weekend against Texas State, and then Texas had some really good at-bats there as well. Then scouting reports come out on you. No one really knew anything about you. And then it, it becomes tougher to hit in Division One with so many reports out there on guys. Cole Gamble, the Salt Lake Community College transfer, strike one. One and one now to Gamble. Out of Alpine, Utah, played his high school ball at Lone Peak, right? Yep. Cole jersey number 22, royal blue jerseys today for BYU with the white pants. Home plate umpire Dax Upton today. 
Dunham. From the stretch, and that's well outside for ball two. Two and one, the count to Gamble with Mitch McIntyre at first base. Mentioned how BYU scored first and then went down 4-1 to one down in St. George. It was Cole Gamble with a three-run three home run, run home to bring run. him back to 4-4. Four, four. Tied it up. Gamble awaits the 2-1. Throw back to first. Mitch head first ahead of the throw. And, and Gamble actually had some really good at-bats against Omaha. He hit a couple line drives off the wall that were caught up against the wall that they caught in left center. Had a big double for us. Had some really good hits. And so hopefully that's kind of getting him going here for the second half here. The 2-1 from Dunham. The righty kicks and fires. Mitch will take off. The throw to second base is in time and gets Mitch. So Mitch caught stealing. The throw from Hollow to Ivansich. And Ivansich makes the sweep tag on the backside of Mitch McIntyre. And the Cougars have one out here in the bottom of the first. Yeah, Matt Ivan sits the shortstop, makes the tag. The sweep catches Mitch as he arrives head first at second base. And the bases are clear as Cole Gamble takes a walk. Yeah, uh, he, Mitch was barely thrown out. And then the next pitch, Gamble walks, which obviously, you know, it's one of those deals when the offense is, is struggling. It just seems like if there isn't one thing, it's another, right? You have a chance to have two guys on. You know, Mitch gets a late jump, gets thrown out. And instead of having first and second, nobody out. We have a runner on first and two yep. and one out. So the pitch, it, uh, the pitch on which Mitch was thrown out was ball three. Yeah. And then the next pitch to Gamble puts him at first. And so it's back-to-back walks to begin the game for BYU. Dixie State pitchers have put the first two runners on, but the first was wiped out on the caught stealing. And so with back-to-back walks from Dunham, there's already a visit to the mound here with one out here in the top of the first inning. Dunham, by the way, making just his second start of the year. It's his eighth appearance, and his ERA is robust at 16.5. And hitters are batting 448 against him. So he's been uh, touched up frequently this season, as have the Trailblazers as a team. Their team ERA is almost 10 coming into today. And they're allowing an average of 338 from hitters against. Left-handed hitter. Andrew Pintar facing the righty Dunham. And that's rip but foul. Deep down the third baseline. Bounces off the pad. Stays in the enclosure. Off the wrought iron fence. Bordering University Parkway. Well, when you're a Division II program that was really talented in that that Division II, you know, went to a lot of regionals, things like that, postseason, when you make it to, to make that jump to Division One, it's usually the arms that you have to try to reload your program, and that's where Dixie's been hurting right now. Is you know the starting pitchers are, are pretty talented. Their depth, when they get to the depth, has really struggled this year. And in the next few years, they'll start to get that depth. And, and they have a beautiful facility, great weather. They're going to start being a powerhouse in the whack. The one-one chopped foul to the BYU dugout, one and two. Coach Littlewood presided over the trans uh, the transition from JUCO to Division Two down yep. at Dixie. They played 14 straight seasons at Division Two, and during that time, they did make, as you note, six straight Division Two tournament appearances yeah. between 12 and 17. Talented. The first one with Coach Littlewood, and the rest with uh, yep. Coach Fatenauer. So the one-two to Andrew Pintar. Pintar, BYU's offensive leader this year. Swings and rips it through the 5-6 hole. That'll be a single to left on the ground, making it first and second with one out here in the bottom of the first. Good piece of hitting there from Andrew. Yeah, really good. Just stayed on it there, hit it through the 6-hole. Nice hard ground ball. So Cole Gamble will advance to second. Andrew Pintar's at first with a single here in the bottom of the first. BYU's hits leader adds to his hits tally with a single to left. Between the shortstop and third baseman. So first and second, one gone, bottom one, and Joshua Cowden. Well, the difference between the weekend and the Utah game was Josh Cowden. Josh Cowden got the big hits against Utah, the four RBIs, the two big singles for us. Josh sees a first pitch that he drives and drops just fouled outside the first base foul line as trotting home was Cole Gamble. Hoping that was going to just drop in good. fair, oh, but mean, it drifted foul. Less than a foot, you think? Just barely outside yeah. that left field line. Yeah. A couple feet maybe foul is all. So 0-1 oh, 
Josh saw, saw what he liked early. Drove it to right, but it goes as a foul for strike one. Oh, and one with one gone here in the bottom of the first. Joshua Cowden, yes, one week ago tonight. Yeah. Had that four RBI performance against Utah. Yeah. Got the week off to a great start, and then things kind of fizzled out in Omaha. Yeah, Frustrating weekend there. Then he had a bunch of chances, bunch of chances against Omaha with runners in scoring position, and he just didn't get those hits. Um, and, and baseball is tough, and it's it's all about getting that big hit. And I'm not saying that we lost games because of Josh, but Josh had big opportunities in the middle of our order that had him and Andrew Pintar had chances to take leads in game for us with bases loaded and just didn't get the job done. And, and that's basically been our season is just if we just get that hit, we win. And so... Foul to right, foul to left, chopper to second. The throw to short to get one, and they got them both. Double play on the 4-6-3 to end the first inning. So for BYU, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. Two men are left on. We're through one complete inning. BYU 0, Dixie State 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We head to the second inning on this staff day for both teams, Dixie State and BYU, meaning we'll see a lot of pitchers. Nine pitchers for nine innings were scripted for Coach Mike Littlewood, and so it is that Jack Sterner throws 18 pitches in the first inning, and that's it for him. He'll be Friday's starter at Gonzaga, bringing in Aiden Callahan. His pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print, and it was one week ago tonight, Tuckett, that Aiden Callahan pitched his first game in two years and pitched well against Utah and then had the weekend off at Omaha, but he's back on the hill here, and he'll start the second for BYU. The big right-hander, 6'5", 225 out of Boise, Idaho. Yeah, he pitched really good against Utah and back on the mound again today. He's a guy that, uh, towards the end of the season here, we really hope he can really help the back end of the bullpen. Didn't get the opportunity this last weekend because of the way that the the game's kind of played out, but uh, he's going to get a lot of chances here to finish the year. So Callahan takes the hill as we're 0-0 in the top of the second inning. BYU and Dixie State. Aiden in his one appearance. As strike one's delivered from AC. Two innings pitched. No runs and no hits and two Ks. No bases on balls. Yeah, exactly what you want to do when you get your name called. And that's a swinging strike. So Aiden is ahead the leadoff hitter here in the second for Dixie State, the first baseman Tanner Harper. It's the 0-2 coming to Harper. Yeah, and he's tough against right-handers because he has that cutter, 85-86 mile an hour cutter running away from him. Big Aiden kicks and fires, and that's well outside for ball one, one and two. First hitter of the second inning is the first baseman Tanner Harper, jersey number 17, the all-grays for Dixie State, the block word Dixie across their chest, BYU the block Cougars across their front. That's outside edge and just a little too far on the outside edge for ball two. So from 0-2 to 2-2 to the number five hitter, but first of this half inning, Tanner Harper. The 2-2 from Aiden. Ooh, and that caught him near the fists on the uh, lower part of the bat, fouled off down the first baseline. Uh, Aiden got a benefit there. Fastball running in on the hands that was able to foul tip there. So stage two and two, none out here in the top of the second, and he went across, caught him inside, handcuffed him, and he swung it through the zone, and that'll be a strikeout. A frontwards K for Aiden Callahan, so his third strikeout in his second appearance of the season. Yeah, he had a little front door uh, cutter there that stayed on the inner half and just able to get it by him for a big strikeout. Second baseman Tanner Argyle will dig in. Right-handed hitting Argyle. The righty thrower, Callahan. High 50s, sunshine, slight breeze out to right center today. That's high for ball one, 1-0. One BYU and Dixie State, second and final time this season. Trailblazers won the first game down in St. George on March 16th by a score of 5-4. to four. Squaring and bunting, dropping it down in front of Callahan. Handles it barehanded, throws to first, and two are gone here at the top of the done. second. Nicely done right there. Aiden, way to field your position. Little PFP right there. So that's a 1-3 on the bunt attempt from Tanner Argyle. Chase Rodriguez, the number seven hitter, third hitter of this half inning. The left fielder, Rodriguez, will step in. Left-handed hitting. Chase Rodriguez. Two gone. 
As Callahan delivers ball one in the judgment of Dax Upton. Yeah, he's not giving that low pitch right now. A couple of those were close. Rodriguez waves the bat over his left shoulder. The righty Callahan kicks and fires. That's a swinging strike. I'd rather an umpire give the low pitch than the high pitch. I mean, it's just that high pitch is tough as a hitter to, if you're going to call a high one. One and one with two gone here in the top of the second scoreless game. BYU and Dixie State. Good pitch. That's strike two. Cutter right there on the inner half right there. So one ball, two strikes to Chase Rodriguez. Harper retired on a strikeout. Argyle on the 1-3 ground out. That's another strikeout. Ah, there it is. Two Ks in the inning. And throw through three complete innings of work over two games. Aiden Callan has four strikeouts and looking good coming off the surgery in two years of inactivity. He's pitching well, and we're through one and a half. No runs, no hits, no errors. A 1-2-3 inning for the Cougs. We go to the bottom of the second. BYU and Dixie State 0-0. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back at Miller Park here in Provo, Utah. BYU and Dixie State head to the bottom of the second inning. BYU's DH, number seven, Cooper Vest, steps in against a new pitcher for the Trailblazers. So both teams are going to this point, a pitcher and inning here. As the lefty, Ben Hart, will face the left-handed hitting, Cooper Vest. Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade with you here at Miller Park. We'll be hitting the road tomorrow for a three-game series at Gonzaga, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, up in Spokane as Cooks back into league play. Working on the third base side of the rubber. The left hay Hart delivers strike one. Well, Koopa's a St. George kid. He actually got his first career start as a Coug against Dixie when we were down there. Was it March 16th, something like that? It was March 16th. Yeah. And Cooper was one for three with a run scored at Dixie State that day. So the 0-1 coming to Vest. Lefty v. Lefty here. And that's ball one. Coop has so much potential. He plays with such an energy and excitement, but uh, sometimes he plays a little too excited, right? And that's why he's made a couple of freshman mistakes this year defensively is because uh, he's just playing too hard. Making his 12th start of the season today is Vest. The 1-1. And a check swing, excuse me, grounder to the second baseman. It'll be thrown to first. And from Argyle to Harper, Vest is retired on the 4-3 ground out. So one gone here in the bottom of the second. Left fielder Hayden Latham, jersey number 10, will hit next for BYU. He came in as a defensive replacement. No at-bats in the game at Dixie State last month. His 16th start in left field today and his 17th start overall, Tuck. Yeah, he's starting to get going a little bit. Played in all three games at Omaha. Someone we need to get going offensively. And that's ripped to center field. It'll hang up just enough for Lane Pritchard to make the catch. So a first pitch swing lofted to center, but caught enough air that Pritchard was able to get under it, and it's a retirement from Latham to the center fielder. Yeah, Hayden, uh, really good. Two for five with two RBI on Friday in Omaha. And then in Saturday's game, he absolutely hit a missile to left center, but the wind was blowing about 15 miles an hour straight in, and the guy caught it up against the wall. A normal day would have been a home run. Lefty hitter, first baseman, Freddie Achikar. Next up for BYU, and that's ripped to right field, and it is going to get in, bounce to the wall in right field. Freddie's on his way to second with a stand-up double. Yeah, great, great swing right there. Got a fastball up and in, and he just was able to stay inside the baseball and keep it fair down the line for a nice two-out double. So Freddie at second with two out, and that comes off a stretch where uh, Freddie been two for his last 30 at the plate, so... Freddie needed that. Team needs that with two outs. Yeah, he had a big hit, big pinch hit for us at, at Omaha in that rally inning that we had when we came back on Friday to tie the game late and uh, hoping that that kind of spurts him to a good finish here. And once it got to 5-5, five, five, I was certain BYU was going to so score more I. than five. Yeah, Greg, it just felt like it was, uh, it was so frustrating that game. All right. Ben Hart on the hill. The righty... Delivers ball one to Austin Deming. Third baseman Austin Deming is BYU's number eight hitter and fourth hitter here in the second inning. Well, Deming, another St. George kid playing against the St. George team. 
A Snow Canyon High School. Deming's batting practice the last two days, Greg, has been, like, amazing. It's like, where has this guy been? This is the swings you need to take. Now transition that swing from practice to the game because we really need Deming to get going to finish this season. He was one of the guys we expected to come in and have a great year for us, and he's just really struggled this year. Foul to the screen, one and one with two out, and that's strike two, catching the outside part of the zone. So one and two now to Austin Deming. Deming making his 16th start at third base today for BYU. Just battle here with two strikes. Hit the ball right back up the middle. Righty hitter, lefty pitcher. Man on second, Achikar. Two out double. And that's foul tipped. Foul tipped on the swing through the ball. It bounds out of the catcher's glove. It'll stay one and two with two gone here in the bottom of the second. And Freddie at second base. With that two-out stand-up double. Well, Hart, uh, he reached back for a little bit more right there. He'd been throwing 84-85, but that was 88. He was trying to blow it by him. Austin hitting 136 on the season. Wants to get, a, get his runners in scoring position average up. We'll see what he can do here on a 1-2. And that's a swinging strikeout. The inning is over. So for BYU, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. One runner is left on. Through two complete, BYU 0, Dixie State 0. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are through two complete, heading to the top of the third. And BYU on this day with a script calling for nine pitchers in nine innings. The only lefty projected to go today is on the hill, Sy Nielsen. So Sy Nielsen will be on the hill for BYU lefty to face the Dixie State Trailblazers here in the top of the third. It'll be Matthew Ivansich, the shortstop, number eight in the order, and number one here in the third. The right-handed hitting Ivansich. Doing his first plate appearance in a 0-0 game. Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade with you here at Miller Park. A very nice day for baseball. Four o'clock start, meaning it won't get too chilly by the end of this one. And still sunshine across the entire diamond right now. The shadows will creep from home plate on the first base side outward as the afternoon goes along. And that's strike one from Cy Nielsen. And when we talk about Cy, we talk about stuff. He's got yeah, some he's, gas. He's got the stuff, yeah. yeah. Hard-throwing hard lefty, great slider. Still working on that changeup. The 0-1, it's inside and low for ball one. So Cy Nielsen, the third hitter in three innings for BYU. Jack Sterner pitched the first. Aiden Callahan, a spectacular second on a 1-2-3 inning with two Ks. And now Cy Nielsen facing Matthew Ivansich. Tying outside for ball two. Two and one with no one out here in the top of the third inning. Cy Nielsen on the year making now his 12th appearance. Batter sitting 261 against him. Ball three. Cy coming into today. 25 and a third innings. And averaging almost precisely 1K per inning with 25 punch outs on the year. Yeah, the key is though that 20 walks that he has in those 25 innings. And the 3-1 is called strike two. So a full count with none out here in the top of the third. 3-2 forthcoming to Matthew Ivansich. Coming off a one for three performance on Sunday in the finale against Cal Baptist. Scored a run in that one. That's a high ball four. So Cy Nielsen puts on first base the first battery faces. A walk here for Ivansich. Brings up the number nine hitter. Number 16, the right fielder Landon Levine. So Ivansich walks here in the third. This might be a spot here where Dixie likes to sacrifice bunt. Just field your position. Deming's got to come in and field the bunt. Square to bunt, Levine. Ball skipped away from Cowden. And sauntering back to first is Ivansich. So the second base on balls issued by BYU pitchers here. One came in the first. That runner was stranded. And now one here to lead off the third in a 0-0 ball game. BYU no runs on two hits. And the Trailblazers are scoreless and hitless right now. 
Cy Nielsen. Lefty facing first base. Kicks and fires. Bunt laid down. Cy handles. Pirouettes and throws to Fred. Uh, throws to Pintar covering at first as Freddie was charging on the bunt. So Pintar covers and retires the bunter at first base. The sacrifice sticks Ivancic at second with one out here in the top of the third. Yeah, nicely done on both sides there. Offensively executed, defensively executed. And now you got to go to work. Have a left-on-left matchup here. Top of the order for the Trailblazers. Number 38, Shane Taylor, today's third baseman. Caught looking on the in the first at-bat of the game. Jack Sterner got the backwards K on Taylor to begin this contest. And now with one out and one on, the runner at second is Matthew Ivansich and Taylor. Left-handed hitter against left-handed throwing, Cy Nielsen. Cy delivers and gets Taylor whiffing. Yeah, he, li- he likes that slider right there. 85-mile-an-hour slider. That's his most confident pitch that he throws. Cy Nielsen, the 6'3 sophomore out of Spanish Fork, Spanish Fork High School. Glances back at second. Comes homeward, and that's inside. Ball skipped away from Cowden, and Cowden had to get the umpire out of the way before he could track that ball down. So advancing on the wild pitch, we'll see how they call that. Uh, that's got to be a pass ball. A pass, I mean, yeah. that, uh, that right there. Is that a mix-up? It's a fastball. Yeah, Josh just tried to stick it and wasn't able to get underneath it. So pass ball by Cowden allows Ivancic to advance to third. So that's uh, BYU's sixth pass ball of the year to two for the opponents. And now the first run of the game is 90 feet away for the Trailblazers. The count is one and one with one gone here in the top of the third. Shane Taylor at the plate, and Ivancic now at third base. Outside for ball two, two and one. So uh, middle's playing back, conceding the run here, playing back, trying to get the out. Corners are playing in, and they'll, they'll, they'll read the ball. They have a chance at the plate. They'll try to go four. Squeeze attempt. Yep. Squeeze, but it's fouled off the batter, so it ends up in fair play, but it'll be strike two. Two and two with one out. With Ivan Sitch. They're going to ask to see if he if it touched him while he was out of the batter's box. But live it looked like it hmm. hit him while he was still in. Because it, had it bounced and hit him as he's out of the box, then he'd be out. Right. So Dax Upton, the uh, home plate umpire, is going to ask for help from first base arbiter Joey Stegner and the third base umpire Jared Ferens today. So they're having a conference right now between home plate and the pitcher's mound. A two and two count, one out, and a runner on third. The runner on third got there via... A base on balls, sacrifice bunt, and then a pass ball. So yeah, still no hits r- for Dixie State. And they just said, yeah, foul ball. And, that, and that's the okay. right call. He was definitely in the box. Doesn't hurt to ask, though. See if they see something different. Hey, now you got him 2-2 here. Go for your strikeout. This is where you want to strike out if you're Cy. BYU, ba- BYU pitchers have three Ks on the day already. The 2-2. Uh, good job. That's foul tip strikeout. That's what you wanted right there. 84 mile an hour slider running away. He just barely nicked it, and Josh hung on to it. Good strikeout. So of the 10 hitters BYU's faced, four have been retired via the strikeout. Well, now work still to be done here. Takes the sack fly out of play, or the suicide out of play, as we yep. saw earlier in the at-bat. Two out here now in the top of the third. 0-0. BYU and Dixie State, and the Cougars looking to strand that runner at third, who's Matthew Ivansich. Number two hitter. Designated hit number 34, Jake Engel. Engel flew out to right in the first. The righty hitter, Engel. Lefty hurler, Cy Nielsen. Strike one from Cy. 95 right there, Greg. I mean, there's a reason why he's a top ten prospect in the country next year in the 2022 draft. It's just all about him putting it all together. And his last few appearances, he's really thrown the ball really well. Southpaw Nielsen gets ahead on the foul back to the screen. 0-2, so he's got some options now. Yeah, you got him set up here. Go to your most confident pitch. If you want to go slider down, swing and miss, you want to go fastball up and in elevated, if you want to go two-seam fastball running away, I mean, basically you go to your most confident pitch right here and try to put him away. 
See if Cy can bring up his second K of the inning and end this inning with a runner at third. The 0-2 with two out, top three, scoreless game. BYU and Dixie State. Cy Nielsen. From the stretch, delivery inside. Yeah, I like that. Ball one. Tried to see if he could jam him inside, catch him off guard. Just a little too far inside right there, brushed him back. Cougars in the Royal jerseys, Royal blue caps today. The white pants, the all grays for Dixie State. Visitors up on the bus from St. George for their second and final of two meetings with BYU this year. And Cy inside again, and too far inside. We go from 0-2 to 2-2 two two with two gone here in the top of the third. Yeah, just that ball, he's just hanging on to a little too much, much and cutting it on the inner half. Still 94 miles an hour, but uh, an inch the other way, and it's a, it's a called strike looking. The 2-2 delivery, forthcoming from Nielsen. Holds the glove at his right chest. His left bare hand hanging at his side in time. He'll reset from the set with a runner at third. Runner at third's Matthew Ivansich. 90 feet away from the first run of the game, and the Cougars looking to keep him right there. The 2-2. And that's a swinging strike. Good job. Two Ks in the inning for Cy Nielsen. So Aiden Callahan, after a 2K inning, is followed by Cy Nielsen with two punch outs, and we are through two and a half. So for Dixie State, no runs, no hits. There were no errors. One runner was left on. We're through two and a half. BYU 0, Dixie State 0. Cougs bat next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, we just might see 17 or 18 pitchers today. Because so far, the teams have gone with a pitcher per inning as Dixie State turns to its third pitcher in this, the third inning for BYU. Hayden Hendricks, back-to-back lefties for the Trailblazers. BYU's gone three pitchers through three innings. Sterner, Callahan, and Nielsen. And the Cougs with five strikeouts in uh, ten batters, or 11 batters faced so far. For the bottom of the third, the number nine hitter, Brock Watkins, with his first plate appearance. Right-handed hitting Watkins. Sorry, I called him a lefty hurl. He's a right-handed thrower, beg your pardon. Hayden Hendricks is a righty on the hill. So righty v. righty here. One ball and no strikes to Brock Watkins. Watkins today making his 20th start at shortstop. That's high and inside for ball two. 2-0 two to Brock. So, Greg, you being left-handed... Yeah. Did, did you hit left-handed or right-handed? No, I, I, I hit and golf and played hockey right. Right. Yeah, a lot of lefties do that. My brother did the same thing. That's ball three. So three straight pitches from Hendricks are called balls from Dax Upton, and it's 3-0. So the auto-take, all but auto-take. We haven't seen too many swings on 3-0 this year. And that's a take. And I don't know know what the percentage is on on takes that are strikes on 3-0, but it's pretty high. Pretty high, yeah. That was a good pitch to hit right there, too. It's just it's so difficult to give them the green light. If things are going good, you give them the green light. Three and one, and that's a walk. Good so day. it's a five-pitch walk for Brock Watkins. So the Cougars have a base runner. First two batters reached on bases on balls to begin this game. Then a single, but a double play ended the inning for BYU in the first. Runner reached on a two-out double in the second, and now here in the third, the lead runner is on on the walk for Brock Watkins. And that'll be a conference on the mound. So the new pitcher, Hayden Hendricks, is five pitches into his tenure today, and they're going to talk about what he's got yeah, going on with the leadoff hitter, Mitch McIntyre. Yeah, and any time you can get the nine hole to, to, to get on base and turn the lineup over for your guys, especially when, when Mitch is, one, you, you, if not your best, I think, what is he, second leading hitter hit-wise on the year? And Pinter, I think, has got him by a few. Yeah, the number is actually just by two right yeah. now. Pintar's at 35 and Mitch is at 33. Well, 36 now because Pintar did yep. single in the first. So it's a three-hit advantage for Pintar, but he's right there. So Mitch with uh, runners on, hitting 314. 282 on the year. Taking his lead at first is Brock Watkins. Hayden Hendricks delivers strike one. Yeah, Mitch thought that was up. Brock's taken off two times, one for two on a stolen basis. Mitch McIntyre digs in. 
Lefty hitter, righty thrower. The 0-1. That's outside for ball one, outside and low. One and one. It looks like Hendricks likes to sink the ball. Everything he's throwing here is, is sinking down, down, down. And so, and right now, besides that last pitch that he threw to Mitch there for a strike, the two pitches ago, everything is just missed almost, basically almost hitting the turf. It's so low. Check back to Watkins at first. He's back safely. Dixie has two pickoffs. Their opponents have six on the year. BYU's been picked off three times. Swung and hit in the air. Foul down the third baseline. They're giving chase. It will drop just shy of the BYU bullpen. So it's the one thing I hate about the canopy at our home field here is that on the real high pop-up to left, you can't quite tell. I, I couldn't tell if it was if it was going to get out of play or not over the fence, and I thought that was, and, of course, that one stayed Yeah, it catchable. was beyond Just, the foul line, but yeah. catchable in the enclosure, yep. Had a long way for the shortstop to go get that because he's playing him up the middle a little bit. Goes to one and two with none out here in the bottom of the third. Runner on for BYU is Watkins at first. Reached on a base on balls. Third base on balls issued by Dixie State pitchers today. Hendricks comes plateward. Cut on again by McIntyre and again fouled. Down the third baseline, just beyond the grandstand. Not catchable. One and two. Zero out, bottom three. This is where if you get a ball on the inner half here, advantage hitter because with the first baseman holding the runner on, the middle's playing double play depth. There's a huge four hole open yeah. right there for a rollover. You roll over into the four hole, Watkins goes first to third, and you have yeah. yourself an inning. You got corners with no one yeah. out. McIntyre awaits the one two. And rips it to right, deep to right, and over the wall for a home run. A two-run shot to right field on a 1-2 count. Mitch McIntyre gave it a ride, and the Cougars have a 2-0 lead here in the bottom of the first inning. That is a home run brought to you by UCCU, where getting a mortgage is seriously fast and super easy. Just fill out an easy application right on your phone or computer. Learn more at uccu.com slash seriously fast. Mitch McIntyre rips it to right and just over the wall for a two-run shot. The Cougs two and Dixie State no score. Yeah, that was absolutely hammered. Good piece of hitting there. He got an elevated breaking ball about chest high that he absolutely was on time for. And I think that was his first home run That's of the year. That's his first yeah. home run of the year. Uh, which is a shock this deep into the season. Brings up Cole Gamble. But it's always nice to make that walk hurt him, right? Lead off walk, then you get the big two-strike bomb by McIntyre. None out. Bases empty. 0-1 to Cole Gamble. That's high for ball one. BYU 2 and Dixie State 0 on the first homer of the year for Mitch McIntyre. Just inside that right field foul pole. And that's hitting the air to center field. Center fielder... Takes a few steps to his right, and Pritchard makes the catch. One gone here in the bottom of the third. Cooks have scored the first two. Cole Gamble retired on the fly to center. Yeah, Cole got a good pitch to hit there. He was just a little bit late on it. Off the end. Brings up Andrew Pintar, singled. And then was retired on a double play, a 4-6-3 to end the first inning. The righty hitter Pintar, the righty hurler Hendricks, and that's lifted into foul ter territory and beyond the grandstand down the first baseline, 0-1. Well, I'm sure Mitch heard me talking about how Pintar was now up on him by two or three hits on the season, <laughs> so of course he had to get one back. chip away at that. So Yeah, the margin is now two again for Penny. <laughs> and Pintar hits a grounder to short, handled, high throw, and it's thrown away. Pintar looks at it, sees that he can get the second and advances on the wild throwing error from shortstop. Yeah, E6 right there on the throwing error. Uh, but you know, when you put the ball in play, make them make the plays. So E6, and that's the seventh fielding error of the year for the shortstop Matthew Ivansich. Handled the grounder cleanly, no trouble there, but he just airmailed it first. Well, yeah, and the one thing is, is you know, he takes a look up and he sees how hard Pintar's running down the line. You don't know if that plays an effect like, hey, I have to hurry it up. But uh, ah, it's big throwing here. Now you got a runner at second with one out, chance to add on to this lead. So Pintar reaching on the shortstop. 
throwing error. And one out. Runner in scoring position now. And hitter for BYU is Joshua Cowden. Cleanup hitter hitting fifth in this inning. Cowden hit into the 4-6-3 in the first to end the threat for BYU. The 1-0 coming to Cowden. Runner on second is Pintar. Cooks two, Dixie State no score. That's high enough speed for ball two. 2-0 two to Joshua Cowden. Had a two-for-four day at Dixie State in that 5-4 loss to the Trailblazers in St. George back on March 16th. Left-handed hitter Cowden. The righty on the hill is Hendricks. Thought about it. It's called strike. So two and one with one gone. They're in the bottom of the third. BYU two and Dixie State no score. And a two-run shot in this inning from Mitch McIntyre. First homer of the year for the Cougar center fielder and today's leadoff hitter. That's foul tipped. I heard a click. I think it was a foul tip. Two and two. Two and two, one gone, bottom three. And BYU's opened up on top against the Trailblazers. Dixie State this year, 4-15 and 15 when the opponent scores first, and the Cougars have done that here today. 2-2. Two, two. Just battle here with two strikes. Runner on second, Pintar. Hit in the air to center field. Center fielder taking a few steps back, makes the catch. Pintar is going to tag. Throw will be cut off at short, and Pintar will advance. So two out, and the third run is 90 feet away. Well, and him tagging up right there is the right read, makes it easily to third, but now it, now you have a chance to score on a pass ball, wild pitch, or an infield single. Had you not tagged up, now you'd be on second base, and you'd have to have a hit to score. So so many, it's a lot easier to score from third base with two outs just by a mistake that you can't, obviously, at second. So Josh flies out to center field. Pintar tags and advances to third. And now it's an empty count and two out in the bottom of the third. Cooper Vest, left-handed hitter for BYU. Grounded out 4-3 in the second. And that's fouled out of play down the third baseline. Strike one to Cooper Vest. Cooper coming off a one-for-nine hitting weekend at Omaha. That was a pair of one-run games on Thursday and Friday before Omaha won the finale 4-1 to on Saturday. Hit in the air to right, and looks like it's gapping. Going, it's deep, and it is caught at the oh. track. Long fly out. Yes, it was. Good swing. In the right center gap, caught near the wall to end the inning. So allowed out to right, but the Cougs get two runs across. So for BYU, two runs on one hit. It was a big hit. Two-run shot from Mitch McIntyre. There was one error, and BYU leaves one on base. After three complete, BYU 2, Dixie State 0. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.